0: Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew.
1: I'm your host, Christina.
0: And I made my wife play Death's Door.
1: Okay, this is our spooky episode, so we gotta play the spooky music.
0: I think this is like (laughs) not the actual intro.
1: Yes, it is. I'm on the OST.
0: Is that the actual intro music? I
1: don't
0: know. No, I'm confused. It's
1: from the Don't don't make me look dumb on our podcast. <laughs> hey
0: man, listen. I guess that is the official OST, but I thought it was um You're right, it's right here.
1: What do you want me to go to? I've Just also YouTube. got The Crows, Hall of Doors, Demonic Forest, Spirit Lost Cemetery. What does the Lost Cemetery sound like?
0: Oh, see, that's pretty creepy right there.
1: Okay, so we don't get, you know, copyright infringement.
0: For our free podcast. For our
1: free podcast that we do in our spare time for fun for like seven listeners.
0: All seven of you, we really appreciate it. Don't we copyright strike us, please.
1: Please don't report us. Hashtag not sponsored.
0: Hashtag <laughs> not sponsored. But if you want to sponsor us, that's door. And everyone else, we'll, we'll take the monies. We like, we like the sponsorships. Death we'll Door the... was
1: a fun game. It was not super creepy, but the theme fits Spooky Season, because we're not going to beat Alan Wake in five days. No, so. and I
0: probably will start Callisto Protocol and never finish it, is my assumption. Because well, once you beat Sea of Stars, yes. which is hopefully soon.
1: I think I'm over halfway. I have all the characters now. That's I good. thought there
0: were six of them. Do you have five or six? I have five. I think there's Are a there six, six I think there's a total.
1: Okay, then I think I'm over halfway. <laughs> well, I just got number five last night.
0: And so she's uh yeah, you know, she's doing things with stuff.
1: Yeah, we're basically burning time until Alan wake. We also finished Death's Door like three weeks ago and Yeah, just... we
0: just say this is our spooky podcast. Yeah. There's a spooky area in Sea of Stars, so that kinda counts. <laughs>
1: But I'm not going to finish that in time. This I is know. thematically. This fits spooky season. That
0: is very true. All right, well, I'll do a synopsis, and then we can start just dive on in. Okay. So I said, you are an immortal reaper and a crow. Set out on your job to recover a soul that is past its prime. While hunting, you become mortal temporarily, and unfortunately, you. Uh, You lose your soul uh you lose that soul I I don't know what I wrote here but it was not good Uh, it is sent into a door called death's door which is locked tight now to open the door and recover that soul you must collect three more overdue souls and put them in so you can retrieve the soul that you lost and otherwise he stays mortal and ages and dies correct so that's the reason why at least the beginning of the story what you're doing and uh failed to mention that someone steals the soul from you. An old crow steals it from you rather than...
1: Yes, because he lost a soul himself and he was trying to get out because he's large and old and grumpy.
0: Yeah, he's an old crotchety crow. So there's that. Uh, A Death Store was released on Xbox and PC in July of 2021. Later in November of 2021, it was released on the Switch and playstation platforms we played it on the ps5 and i told her to call up some reviews little crow thank you i hope you enjoyed that one
1: it was pretty good that was
0: pretty creative on my part for that one
1: yes our dog is very sad outside now he's laying down
0: it's his weather he can be okay okay all right i'm ready
1: metacritic 85 from critics Mm -hmm. 8.0 from users okay yep IGN positive. And I pulled these like three weeks ago, so I don't remember why I pulled these. So we'll find out together. (laughs) We're learning.
0: We're we're figuring stuff out.
1: IGN positive. While friendly faces in these lands are few and far between, the comedic timing of the few allies I met were a mood-lightening counterpart to combat and the gloomy undertones of my soul reaping task. I'm not exactly sure why there's a seafood shop run by a giant squid strapped to the back of a dead guy, or why he's trying so hard to convince me he's just a normal living human with a cool backpack. But I appreciate his commitment. It's equally amusing to have a friendly grave digger give a short eulogy after I claim the soul of each boss. Death's Door is keen to remind you that your task isn't an easy one, and even if your targets become corrupted as they sought desperately to live forever for their own reasons, they're still worth paying your last respects to. As I uncovered these mysteries behind this land of undeath, I began to appreciate what Death's Door had to say about the hidden dangers of seeking immortality and its quiet, pride on accepting the inevitability of death mm-hmm. i really did enjoy that shop with the giant octopus he was very pretending funny. to be human like i don't understand what the point of it was
0: it was very very funny though and
1: i really thought it was going to be like a plot point later on and it wasn't
0: nope i like the guy with a soup pot for a head
1: yeah the grandson of mm-hmm. the crazy pot the, witch yeah
0: the studio ghibli witch
1: yeah pretty much yes Attack of the fanboy for the negative. It was kind of hard to find negatives for this one, even though. You
0: had to find a site that most people don't know of. I know. Or maybe it's really popular and I'm I'm insulting the fanboy. And so I apologize, Mr. Fanboy. Mr.
1: Fanboy. You're or know. Mrs. Fanboy. That's true. You, is this
0: Jake Baldino in disguise? It could I'll be. I'll be upset with him if this Is this
1: his, is. his side from Game Ranks? His
0: side from his own channel and Game Ranks. One
1: day he's going to stumble upon this podcast and think we're obsessed with him, which we, we, we are. Uh,
0: we are. He's the Italian Stanley and, and he I needs, did tell him
1: that on Twitter and he did respond.
0: So he needs to... Uh, <laughs> he he does need to be on here sometime the end. He has to fly out here for it though because we don't have he's way He's not to that
1: record. far. He's only in New York.
0: It's a drive.
1: Yeah, that's true. Attack of the Fanboy negative. My next major point of contention is circling back to there being no map or guide points to really help navigate the world. I get that it's supposed to be up to me to keep track of everything in the game and quote unquote explore. However, there are so many areas I probably missed within this game as I had no hint or reason to explore beyond what I thought was the path to the next dungeon or area. Having a map does cause players to use only the map to get around, but if done in the right way can give the incentive to explore these undiscovered areas, quote unquote, on the map and lead to players seeing more of the game world. Mm. That is my number one complaint about this game. I had such directional imbalance in this game, where like, when you die, you go back to, is it the last... Door. The last door that you went through.
0: Yeah, unless it's like a boss, I think.
1: Yes. And so you'd have a decent way to make it through to wherever you had died. And most of the time, I would say 90% of the time, I just turn to you and I'm like, you tell me where you need to go, where I need to go. Like, I had no idea how to get back to wherever I was and there was no like mini map or map whatsoever and I just had no directional sense in this game and I don't know why.
0: I directed you pretty well.
1: You did. You were very good, but you're also the gamer. You're the I mean I am also a gamer, but like I don't know. My brain could not wrap my head around it. I would have enjoyed like a mini map.
0: I did, right? I, th- I felt that the areas were iconic enough that it wasn't necessary, and maybe that's just from all the time I play games that the the pathways were recognizable. I'm really, really, really good at those mazes where you look on the sheet and you have to draw your way through it. And this <laughs> Another kinda,
1: menu, sir. Please. <laughs> yeah, and this
0: and this one here kind of felt like It that. did. It felt like you had to draw your way through a maze and i just it was easy for me to click the forest area was a little difficult
1: with the spiders
0: uh no the uh one where you're chasing the frog before you get to the frog's domain oh, uh, that yes, forest yes, yes, yes. where you have to get the horn for the that one's a little confusing yes but the rest of the areas were fine i didn't find any issue with any of it
1: i don't, my brain could not wrap around like if If I hadn't made it through, like, the first mini boss, so I was still kind of in, like, the opening area of the world, I wasn't bad figuring it out. But, like, once I went past that, my brain just, like, shut off on where to go.
0: I have an an objective for you. No. I need you to look up when Tunic came out versus uh, this one. Or is that a comment? Side
1: note, that tunic came out in 2022.
0: Okay, so this was there. This was I did first. you no, I don't remember. Did you have trouble figuring out tunic because there was no mini-map there either was there? There
1: was a little bit in tunic, not as badly. Tunic
0: made you a map, but it didn't place any icon where you were. Correct. I remember that now. So you could find map pieces?
1: Tunic I had a little bit of an issue with remembering where to go, but seriously, I just I don't know why I struggled so hard in this game to figure out where to go or where I had been or get back to somewhere where like, we'd get an item, whether it's like the fire or the hook shot. And it's like, oh, now I can go back to that one place that had the statue to get more health. And you'd be like, you go back there. And I'll be like, I, I kind of remember seeing it. I just, it didn't stick in my brain, even though I loved this game. And had a ton of fun with it. So, yeah, that's my complaint about the map. I would have liked a small map, please.
0: Your complaint is <laughs> not recognized. That's in this fine. House. It's been published <laughs> for several years. <laughs> no, I under- I can understand why it's confusing. I just, for whatever reason, it everything kind of clicked for me in this one. Yeah. It made sense. I've been lost in games before, and I didn't feel very lost in this one.
1: Well, and you've played a lot of, like, the roguelite. It's the like the roguelite? Is yeah. That, yeah. In a way,
0: it's just not quite roguelite. Roguelite. Mm.
1: I'm just kind of thinking like, did Dead Cells do this or was it, um, oh, what was the one we played after we had our child? The Axiom yeah, Verge. Axiom Verge. Where like the map built out around you. Cause it yeah,
0: it was the same map, but it, you you unlocked it as you went, yes. basically.
1: Yeah, you know. that would have been enjoyable in this game.
0: I can see that. I again. I just it wasn't necessary because I could recognize icons on the map and where things were in relative state of mind of where it was afterward. Okay. I also helped that I played it a while ago too. Hmm. I didn't play through the whole thing, but I played a, a good portion of it. Hmm. I played through the froggy boss.
1: Yeah, you went there first.
0: Yeah. So no, I didn't know. I did the witch and Oh, and the frog? I, I never got to the witch boss. I get to the frog boss cuz I went well, as soon as I got the fire spell, I left the witch's area. Oh, you did say that. And I went to the frog. I did the entire frog area and then I went back. So
1: yeah, I think you stopped playing because I yelled at you because you told me this was going to be a game you were going to make me play.
0: You did, I did stop playing, but then it took you how many years to play it after that point?
1: Well, it was free for PlayStation Plus essential tier members. so. Yeah, that's when, that's, that's <laughs> when you played it.
0: Uh, this game is A Love Letter to Zelda and Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. A challenging gameplay uh, once you learn the anime characters and... But it's all put in this stylized, over-the-top view like a Zelda game, but you can roll around. It's a faster-paced game than uh, an old-school Zelda, Uh, but there's items that you can upgrade. Uh, There's hidden paths and platforms to find and lots of stuff to collect.
1: Yeah, there's random trinkets that you find, and as you find them, they'll appear on your desk back at headquarters.
0: I think it helps unlock the true ending of the game, which we never did.
1: Oh, I didn't realize there was the a true ending.
0: Yeah, there's a ending. So once the game's over, once you do the boss, you know how you can keep exploring. You have yes. to find all the trinkets and you have to plant all the seeds.
1: Oh, and yeah, gives, I'm not going to do that. And, but
0: that gives you the tr- whatever the true ending is because I think you can kill the uh, gravekeeper then.
1: Oh, but I kind of liked him.
0: Yes, but he, he was so nice he, giving he, the little he's the, one, he's the one that wants to pass on.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, because you do fight him. And he's like, go ahead. And then he's like, oh, I'm still here. Try again. Oh, I'm still here. Yes. He was very sad.
0: He was like, Oh, I've been here for a while. I guess that's just how it is. to to I'm do. all
1: depressed.
0: I'm all depressed. But this really had a lot of those vibes. And Tunic took some keys from this and this game and Zelda and I feel and kinda of took it a little bit of a step further. There was this game at least explained the mechanics to you. Whereas Tunic doesn't explain anything. Tunic
1: throws you in. I think had I played this first, I know I liked Tunic, but I think I would have liked Tunic even more if I had played this one first, because they're both in the same vein yes. of games. Yep. But playing Tunic first, I still really enjoyed this game a lot.
0: Yes. So it
1: worked out. It worked out.
0: This this game, I lo- for me, I think the musical score is what made me like it so much. Okay. It had a centralized theme on the music. But it, they changed it every so slightly for bosses for different things, and it would really resonate well that opening title that she played I, I still don't remember that I thought it was slower for the opening title that's know, we, why we could
1: go reload it on the PS5
0: but the, uh, the I thought the theme was slower anyway that doo doo-doo-doo, doo 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 do doo that song mm-hmm. but they replay it but one time one of the bosses is electric guitar.
1: Yes, that one was insane and it was awesome.
0: Yeah, and running through, uh, I felt like the bosses, other than the Yeti boss. Oh,
1: that Yeti boss sucked
0: were not overly difficult. The last boss was tough, but once you made it through the gauntlet to the final fight, you didn't have to go through the gauntlet again. So it was three phases. The initial phase, the gauntlet phase, and yes. then the final fight phase, which yeah. was each of them are broken up into separate phases as well.
1: Yeah, we. I initially thought I was going to have to, like, if you died, replay the entire thing. But you get through like the first three phases, and then it starts you at phase four, which is all the running. I got stuck on that one for a little bit. I think we ended up turning it off one night. I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow when it's not this close to bedtime and I'm not angry. And I ended up beating it the next night because you were like, you're going in too hot for one of the times you have to go in and slash him. And I I was. I needed to just wait after his two slashes. It was seriously you with any Dark Souls boss.
0: <laughs> of yeah. Like
1: you get in the groove and then you're suddenly not in the groove and then you get back in the groove.
0: Yeah, you have to slow down a lot in yes. Dark Souls in this game you you are a button masher in a lot I of am. games and you had to slow down and for you that was tough. But your dodging was on point on one of one of the runs. Cult
1: of the Lamb really helped me with my dodging. Yeah,
0: Cult of the Lamb did some good work for you. Like there.
1: Returnal really helped you doing I don't mm-hmm. even know how to describe that. That and near automata, near automata. However, you actually pronounce I think it's it. It's
0: automata, but I always say automata. Yeah, it's that's, not correct. No, but.
1: that's fine. But like you playing those two games helps you like be so much better at like other games not in that vein. Oh
0: yes. Yeah. The dodging, the timing, yeah. all that stuff. Oh yeah, Returnal especially. Oh man, Returnal.
1: That was a lot of fun, but yeah.
0: Returnal was one of one of the most satisfying gameplays games ever and one of the most disappointing stories i've ever had mm-hmm. but graphically and Ugh, gameplay so wise pretty. mind-bogglingly good i loved it anyway back on topic. back, back <laughs> to death door so i found watching you play you redid the urn witch one fight you beat the frog on the first go the
1: frog was the easiest the
0: frog was also the most the closest to an actual zelda boss for me
1: Yes, I felt he was very much a Zelda boss, which is why I had no issues.
0: Yeah, it was find his pattern, wait for the thing, hit him three times. He flips back and does it, repeats and kind of switches it up slightly when you get through it. Go farther in.
1: Yeah, because he starts taking away your platforms that you stand on. And then you have to hit the glowing thing on his back when he turns around to reset the platforms after yes. you hit him three times like it was not hard at all
0: yeah once you figure that out it's just a plain mm-hmm. get through the thing that wasn't so bad though urn which similar ideals pattern you just it took you a couple tries to get her pattern down and once you did you beat her on that the, the first try after s- you figured it out
1: yeah second or third try for her and the yeti
0: the Yeti took you forever. Forever.
1: I ended up Googling it. Like, what the heck do I do? And one place said, use the daggers instead of the sword for your weapon. And, and that did seem to help because you could then get an extra slash. Hit them
0: at a distance. Fireball yes. spell. Yes. And we upgraded your fireball spell too, and that helped a lot.
1: Yes. So I had notes because I think you skipped down more towards the I end. I did. I did. I did. So That's go ahead. fine. You can jump back. So you get four different abilities in this game. You start with arrows.
0: Yep. Those are... You already have arrows too, right? You start with them.
1: Yes. Fire. Yep. Bombs. Yep. And the hookshot.
0: And the hookshot.
1: And then you can... You have the ability to upgrade each of those one time. You take on like a knight.
0: A special boss. A special boss in a certain area. You getting the fire one... I think the fire one was actually supposed to be the last one you get
1: and i did it first he was the hardest out of all of them yeah
0: you did you did him first and that was the hardest one to do or was it the arrow upgrade that was the hardest you got fire first and then you did the arrow one and the arrow was the hardest
1: i don't know i feel like i did the hardest one first yeah because
0: he did he was a combination of all of them
1: he was yeah because i killed all the other ones i'm like why were these so easy and then you looked up and you're like yeah you weren't supposed to do them in that order
0: I mean, you can. You can, because There's nothing we stopping you, but... It's just harder. <laughs> yeah, you just made it harder on yourself. But you did really well, because it made all the other ones really simplistic.
1: Yes, and the other thing I liked about this game is that you, you collect souls, much like a Dark Souls game, but when you die, you don't have to go back and collect them wherever you died. You keep them, you just die and start over at the nearest door, which was very nice.
0: Yeah, you keep all your souls.
1: And then you exchange the souls for four different upgrades uh, it's
0: damage dealt
1: increased strength speed dexterity like
0: dexterity is in terms of your attack speed and yes. your dodging and your
1: dodging and then magic
0: yeah how much how much magic damage does yes. and then you can collect life vials and kind of like hearts in Zelda when you collect yep, four pieces, pieces of heart. but you also have it for your magic ability cuz your magic refills every time you melee hit something yes and then it, it'll it drain a certain amount based on the spell type when you use it. So you have three or four to start with. I think it's three. four. Is it three? Um, no, it's four. It's four. Because you could get six up total. Up to six total. Yeah. And then when you use one, it takes a slot away. And then you when you hit something melee-wise, it refills. So it's a, a, it's a risk-reward kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then your upgrades, the fire upgrade was the best one because it actually set things on fire and did damage afterward.
1: Yes.
0: I think that was your most used spell.
1: Oh, for sure. And the hookshot was cool once you got it because then you would be like, well, now I want to go back to this area where there was a hookshot thing because now I know I can get there.
0: Yeah, I liked going back and exploring a little bit. And I felt I felt like you put a lot of time into going back and exploring areas where you usually, when you play a game, you're kind of like, I'm just going through the story.
1: Yeah, once I beat the final boss, I think you either went to play Baldur's Gate online or went to D&D. And I'm like, um, I might try to play and see if I can find more hidden areas. And I think I played for another seven minutes and was like... I'm
0: good. Yeah, you once you beat it, you beat it. Yeah. That's kinda how I feel with a lot of games too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did you think? We're not going into review like actual scores yet, but no, no, no. what did you how would you hold this one up to tunic? Like this one or like if you had to play one again all the way through, which one would it be? And not because you'd recently just like oh, as a whole vibe.
1: I would probably play this one again.
0: You like this one a little bit more?
1: Yes, it was, I don't want to say it was easier, but it was more intuitive. Tunic seemed like it was more for the hardcore gamers that like always wanted Zelda to be a hardcore game. The
0: really old school Zelda, like original Zelda, where you had to figure out.
1: They just throw you in, which I did still like Tunic. I was going to look up our uh, list of, oh my goodness, master list of game rankings. What did I do for Tunic? Uh, I gave Tunic a nine. Oh, okay. That's still I mean, great. I did, I did really enjoy Tunic, but if I had to play one of them over again, it would probably be Death's Door and not just because when you stand still as a crow or when someone's talking to you, you have like the movements of a bird the and it's head, just the head super on.
0: cute. So I like that. <laughs> I really, really like the Studio Ghibli art style that they chose for Yeah, this game.
1: This one just had a really good vibe. I want to say Tunic also was a little too on the nose with being... And looking like Zelda.
0: Yeah, you're instead of a human or an elf, you're a fox. You're That's a fox best, wearing yeah. a
1: green tunic with a hat.
0: Yeah, and but those... like even
1: even the art style was kind of like Link's Awakening esque, like the redone Switch version almost. Yes,
0: it was much harder.
1: So much harder than Link's Awakening. I
0: liked uh, with tunic, I should say, and with this game. That there, there was still enough mystery. I did like the art style better in Death's Door, though. Just the art style in general had this really nice, an, almost borderline anime feel. Yes. To the bosses. Yes. I mean, if you, anyone who doesn't know Studio Ghibli, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, yeah, those uh, are the big ones. Miyazaki, I think it's the director. Prince, for,
1: Princess Mononoke is yeah, another Princess one too. Yeah,
0: Princess Mononoke. Yep. There's a lot of really good. If you haven't watched any of those movies, they're really good. I think it's Disney anime. Isn't it? I think it's Disney-owned Studio Ghibli. Maybe they don't.
1: I don't think so. I
0: thought they did. I thought they did something with them. Maybe they don't. And I'm talking out my my booty here.
1: Uh, parent organizations are Nippon TV and Tokuma Shoten. Okay,
0: never mind. I am completely Studio wrong. Studio Ghibli way.
1: owned by Disney. Certain Studio Ghibli films were distributed by Disney internationally, but never owned by the company. That's
0: why I thought so. Yes, that's okay. literally
1: the second question on Google.
0: Because you see, uh, that's that's why I thought that. Okay, so no,
1: th- it's not just you. That is <laughs> okay.
0: So Um, I wasn't completely unfounded in that question. You
1: were not. So once you open Death's Door, I guess, spoiler alert for plot points. Yeah,
0: at this point, three years, four years old. Yeah, so
1: you go through Death's Door with the old crow. Isn't that a band? Old Crow Medicine Show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do Wagon Wheel. Darius Rucker.
0: It took you a couple times to fight the old crow. Yeah, so he
1: basically goes crazy because you go in and you meet Death, who I loved because he's just a sad emo boy in a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And he's been stuck in there forever. And he's basically like, yeah, if souls come through here, they're just kind of vaporized. They no longer exist. They're no longer a thing. They're
0: returned into the ether, basically. Yeah, basically.
1: And so the old crow loses his mind and you have to fight him. But you rescue Death.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the cycle of life returns. That's why everything's immortal yes. and can live forever because death was stopped from doing his job by a door, like a, the door lord. The lords. lord of doors. lord of doors. It's mark four of him or five or whatever. Yeah,
1: four or five. You meet him after, I think, you defeat the first boss. And, and he congratulates he's, you he's very He's just plainly. like, oh, oh, congrats. We'll talk to you later and like leaves. And I'm like, I'm going to fight him in the end, aren't yeah. I? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. And you sure did.
1: Sure did. And he has like nine phases, which we kind of already talked about.
0: He was a wild boss.
1: He was. like It wasn't terrible once you figured out the timing. Again, it was just like Dark Souls boss. Yep.
0: So ignoring Souls games for a second. (laughs) Ignoring the Souls games for a second. Let's just strictly focus on our other beloved series that we mention all the time in Zelda. Yes. As... Breath of the Wild influenced the open world genre, the old school, over-the-top, Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, really how it influenced this genre of games.
1: Like the original Zelda?
0: The original Zelda. I wouldn't say... Well, the original Nintendo kind of hit tunic more than this one, but I'm saying like Link's Awakening, Link to the Past, Link to the Past 2.
1: More of like the... I don't want to call them dungeon crawlers, but like...
0: Even Wind Waker, I feel like, in a yeah. way, has... This game took art style a little yeah. bit, but, but it took that old school genre and how much how much influence I feel like those old Zelda games had on this one.
1: For sure. Yeah, I can see that.
0: And so the only difference is you didn't really have quest. You kind of had quests. You're like, you have to go do this to do this to do this. That was your quest. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one similar feel. You have to do this to do this to do this, but it's the same movement style. It's a little faster paced, it's been very updated, but the influence is just right in your face. Yeah. Whenever I see a game like that, I think of Zelda. Yeah. I don't think of other games. I think of Zelda.
1: Yeah. Zelda has just been so influential.
0: And that really like death's Door uh I mean the Soulsborne series, it's written all over it too. A lot of people were like, we can merge these genres and make something special. And it has worked, in yeah. my opinion. Death
1: Door was a ton of fun.
0: It really was a beautiful game. The music was excellent. The art style was good. Everything about it. Our dog is barking.
1: I don't know what he's barking at, but he's getting
0: up. <laughs> so we've had games like Axiom Verge. We've had games that had that movement around the platformer feel that we were playing. That's Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah. And those are all like, they all are influenced from that Castlevania genre vein, that Metroid vein. Mm-hmm. This one for me is the same thing. Zelda, like all the old school games, you just see the influence on the people's sleeves, and they really took passion. And it's its own game. Let's be fair. It's mm-hmm. not Zelda. It's not a You're Zelda You're not going to play
1: this game and go, oh my God, this is Zelda. Yeah, this is not a Zelda at clone. All.
0: No, but you see all the influences written all over it. And I really commend them for taking something that I care about that I can see written all over it and making such a beautiful game mm-hmm. on top of it so that's what I feel at least when I play, when I watched you play it and even when I played it that's like I had really nice good vibes coming from it
1: I like that my phone just sent me a thing of edit your 7am alarm for Columbus Day that is a bank holiday phone I do not get that off
0: yeah settle down bank <laughs> settle down phone phone alright uh, infamous question if you have any uh, context what's your score or would you like mine first?
1: I would like yours first.
0: Eight and a half. Okay. I would, eight and a half, I would even say, mm, eight and a half to an, I would say to a nine, but I, I give it like just, I'll like eight, eight and a half. I really like it. I really liked when I played it. I thought everything was good. I thought that some of the things were so much more difficult than other things that it was a little unbalanced is how I would put it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that.
0: I just, so for me, that's the only reason. But I, 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 a nine is not off the table for this game. I just didn't get my hands on it as much as you did to really mm-hmm. feel that difference that you were feeling. Mm-hmm. But I could tell just by some of the mechanics that the bosses were so fundamentally different, where I felt like the first two. The witch and the frog were very close in vain and it wasn't that frustrating. No. Where the yeti was incredibly yeah. frustrating for Freaking you. Yeti. And then the last boss, the gauntlet, was really frustrating to you. The, Until the, the you crow call-
1: wasn't bad. So it was like almost every other boss.
0: The crow was a little bit harder, but I thought his difficulty spike was appropriate. Yes. Whereas I felt like the yeti spike was not appropriate. The yeti was insane. But I felt like the spike from the Yeti to the Crow was appropriate after you had fought the Yeti. But it felt like such a leap to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I was giving it an 8-5. And I just feel like maybe they could have scaled it a little bit better. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's an unfair take. But I think that was that's how I felt about it. Okay. Uh, what's your score?
1: 9-5.
0: Wow.
1: I was so close to a 10 playing this game. But I, I needed a map of some sort. That is my singular complaint. I guess and also, yeah, some of the bosses were like insanely difficult and some of them were like Zelda bosses. Like, oh, mm. you just hit him three times and then he's dead. Yeah. I needed a map. I don't know why my brain could not wrap around because every area you go to is its own unique thing. It's not, they're not that hard to navigate and when I'm playing through it, it's fine. But if I have to go back and find something, I could not for the life of me figure out where to go. And we already harped on this for like seven minutes, so I'm not going to keep harping on it.
0: I would like to point out real quick, though, yes. that when she was in the actual office for the the crows, she navigated that like a pro. I know. She could find her way around perfectly, even <laughs> though it's the same kind of map setup. She was always, she's like, oh, yeah, the door's up here. That's the place I got lost was in the office. And you're like, nope, I need to go here, 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 here. Uh-huh. Every time.
1: But in all the worlds, I'm like, I don't know how to get to the place where I just was.
0: I want to go to there.
1: That was... <laughs> that's my o- my only complaint about this game. It's a, it gets a 9-5. Like, it was... I had a lot of fun playing this game. If you haven't played a Souls like game and you're kind of interested and you want to like dip your toes in the water, I would advise this one over Tunic.
0: Play this before Tunic. Yes. This, I think, if you played this before Tunic, you would have had an easier time with Tunic. With Tunic. Yeah. But I think you did so well in this game because you played Tunic for sure. So you had an idea of how to play these games.
1: Especially with the combat, too. And Cult of the Lamb helped with that, too, because a lot of these games are about like the dodging and the timing, which, yes. again, I'm a button masher.
0: Cult of the Lamb, we should have played it not on the Switch.
1: Yes, I know. I was looking at our reviews for that.
0: What, what did we give that one?
1: Uh, you gave it a 6. I gave it an 8. And then Notes... Uh, our rankings for it being on the Switch, you gave it a 3, and I gave it a 6.5. Yeah. <laughs> our poor old Switch.
0: Our Switch. I mean, even the new one probably would lag, though. It just lagged. Probably It wasn't even bit. our Switch. Well, and
1: your main complaint with Cult of the Lamb was that it was doing too much and should have just stuck to, like, two of the six things it was doing. It really did
0: a lot. It's kind of our Dave the Diver thing. They, they just overextend. They threw too much at they it, They threw yeah. too much at it, and... Two of the, they did some stuff incredibly well. Yeah. And then, but then they did too much. Yes.
1: Hey, you can play Dave the Diver on Switch.
0: <laughs> it's really funny that I'm really excited for a Switch 2. I know. But I love my Steam Deck still. I love that thing. I've gotten a lot of use out of it.
1: Yeah, they're gonna have to have some kind of flagship game to launch with. The Switch too. I mean, Mar- I guess- there
0: hasn't been a Mario in a Hot tub other than the old, the new old Mario that they just released.
1: Yeah, they're doing like different Mario games, but it's not like a Super Main Mario line, Odyssey 2. It's not a
0: mainline Mario. It's quote. Super Mario
1: Brothers. Not Wii, but that was the one I played a lot of. It's like the sequel to that one is coming out. There's the Princess Peach game. There's something else coming out. I or think, Mario turns into an elephant, that might be the Super Mario Brothers.
0: So one. mainline games for a system are always a Zelda, a Mario
1: Donkey Kong.
0: Donkey Kong. <laughs> I haven't had Donkey Kong in a while. Years. Uh but it would be a but the the three big ones for me are Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh a Zelda and a Mario are kinda like their big ones. Metroid would be another really good one if they came out with like the Metroid games they wanted to. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. Did the Wii launch with anything good? I feel like all we Twilight got-
0: Princess. Not, yeah, Twilight Princess.
1: Cr- all we got with it was the freaking Wii Sports. I think Twilight's Princess Twilight Princess came out on my birthday.
0: I played it on Wii. my birthday.
1: Nintendo Wii launch games. Oh, there's a fair amount of them. Hold on. Just give me a list. Um, agree and close. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it was Twilight Princess. Why yeah. did I not buy it immediately?
0: That's what I played. I remember playing that immediately. Yeah. My
1: brother graduated college, and the next day we got up, and he was like, I want to go find a Wii. Like, I don't... And we were always like a Nintendo family, and we bought it at Circuit City. There you go. <laughs> it was the last one they had. Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam.
0: Yeah, so they had, they had games, but they really... The big one was twilight princess yeah so we sports and twilight but Princess, but we
1: just got tears of the kingdom so unless there's a super mario odyssey 2 coming i the could pipeline. see
0: an update for twilight princess for a switch too
1: that'd be interesting Every, can, everybody wants like a remake of one of those zelda games twilight princess was good
0: yeah yeah i would like to see an updated graphical fidelity for they probably would release a breath of the wild twilight uh tears of the kingdom like Master duo. Edition, yeah, and then make it all one, yeah, seamless thing, which would be like four hundred hours of gameplay. Oh man! And my wife would never. My wife would be like the nerd yeah. gamer. She'd see the window. Oh, it's a nice day outside. Then go sit and play Zelda. Absolutely. <laughs> all right everybody well we're at gaming marriage at twitter gamingmarriage at gmail.com if you have any games you want us to play especially a good short one we will we take that because we have lots of stuff alan wake 2 when it comes out we will play and review that
1: i will finish sea of stars within the next two weeks so that we can just slide into alan wake
0: and then I, we know Spider-Man 2 comes out. We're going to wait on Spider-Man That'll 2. That'll be a Christmas time. That'll probably be a Christmas one. We, I will play it. We'll get a review out for it, but it's going to be later on. Yeah. We'll probably talk about Baldur's Gate a little bit. Uh, it's an amazing game. It's easily one of the best launched games I've played, and that's all I got for it.
1: Yeah, you're, you're enjoying it a lot.
0: I'm still playing it, and I'm playing it in a group. I'm playing it by myself. I'm still replaying this game because I like it so much you have, I did it, have, you have s- it
1: on the steam deck then you downloaded it on the playstation then you got a new laptop and downloaded it through steam there um, to be fair,
0: I, I did buy the game twice so that that is fair but i've been playing it the nice thing it's cross play so it goes yeah, between them so it's not like i'm just that
1: is really nice about it
0: have 50 different games i have one online game and one of my of my personal games so anyway we'll see you later everybody
1: bye bye